Hey everybody, this is Smashing Game Time. We are three brothers that go through the release windows of yesteryear exploring old games. I'm your host, Nick. To my bottom left is this asshole named Jake. Hello, I'm Jake. I like video games. He likes video games. And then to my left is another guy who likes video games. That is Josh. Hey everyone, you know, you love him. And guess what? If you haven't noticed already, if you're not watching the video, we've grown up. We've hit puberty. We're no oh. longer the young, pubescent podcast. We have grown into young adults, teenagers. We are there. We are getting there. We are moody. We are bright. And we are loud. What Josh is referencing <laughs> is, uh, if you're watching the video version, we have, um, we, we have, as he said, went through puberty. We have a beautiful new backdrop, and uh, our logos have moved around. So we've grown up, as he said. I don't the word puberty thrown around like this so let me just say we were evolved like pokemon or something i, I could have said we're discovering our bodies we're discovering uh, our i don't know about that. <laughs> a few housekeeping things before we get started guys uh, for those who don't know we have joined the trident network we joined them last week we are officially on the trident network we are still available everywhere that you get your podcast we're just we're in a bigger family now we kind of got adopted you know we had I had these two brothers over here, and I was like, I want more. So uh, check them out. They have some other great shows. I, I'm going to be checking them out myself as well. Still same schedule releases. We're still going to be around. We had a few things. We had a few shakeups over the last week, So, and then the holidays. So it's going to be the normal Monday releases, unless there's a holiday. Uh, the other thing, we're still on Apple. Uh, still rate and review. It's a great way to support the show. And... We'll read your reviews on the air, on the airwaves, coming live. Five stars or get the fuck out. Five stars <laughs> or get the fuck out. I'll read it in any accent you want. Josh, please do not. We do not need your act. We do not need your bad act. There we go. <laughs> All right, everyone. Today we are doing 2010 Q1. We've got five games from the beginning of the 2010 decade that we'll get to. We're also sending the aughts away, 00, zero through 09. We're each going to be picking our favorite game, and so we're basically going to have our top 10 list. One game per each year, so we'll do that at the end instead of a quiz, and then we'll have a, we'll have a little bit of news in between those two. So that is what is on the agenda for today. Gentlemen, how about we get into the games? All right, let's do it. Q1. All right, so January 26th, we have, which is pro probably one of my favorite Western RPGs, we've got Mass Effect 2 from the BioWare team. And I would argue that this game has one of the best uh, launch trailers. They had uh, what is that? Heart of or Heart of Courage or Heart of, mm -hmm. two, two Two Steps from Hell. Two Steps from Hell. Uh, I think it was. Uh, we'll fight for the. We we may not be able to save everyone, but we'll fight for the lost or something. That trailer. Oh my god! Mm -hmm. And this came right after the Call of Duty launch trailer with the Eminem song in it. Mm -hmm. Like it was just. This was this was the peak timing of launch trailers. Like I was yeah. so hyped. Oh, this is the this game page. had it had everything. It had great voice actors. I mean, it's got Seth Green. Um, yeah, it's Joker. got yeah, he was Joker. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's got great action. I mean, I've noticed a change from uh, the first one where there's actually you have you don't have a limited ammo, and and the first one you did, this one you didn't. Yeah, so the that weapons was a, that was a big change. The weapons in the first one had like a cooldown. It was it was energy based. So like, oh hey, you shot this you shot this machine gun too long. Your weapon has to cool down. Whereas this one had like the packs and you could run out of ammo. I also felt like this one had a better 
there was a, like the builds felt felt more different. Like yeah. you could definitely yeah. tell them apart. I forget what it, I think I was the engineer, the one that could like throw an energy ball and like curve it over cover. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was more more customizations. Um, I also liked how what you did in the first one um, added some changes to the second game. And see, I think this is something that the the it's reputation has been tarnished since the last two came out. So three and Andromeda. Because yeah. the first one came out like, hey, this is a giant space opera. The decisions you make are going to change everything that happens in the next two or three games. And it kind of got a little bit of it. But ultimately, everything was pretty much still the same. Uh, I did like that at the beginning of this one, if you didn't play one, it let you make some decisions like at the beginning, like, hey, what do you do when this happened? And it it would mm-hmm. affect it that way. Uh, the menu was also a lot better. If you remember the in- the menu inventory from the first mm-hmm. one, yeah, it was messy. Yeah. You would turn, like, just blocky looking and disgusting. This one was a lot better. Didn't Not as clunky. Uh, combat also feels a lot better. This one, does, like, the first one, I think, the first one doesn't feel, like, as crisp when you're playing. It doesn't feel as smooth. But... Like, this one just feels better, but it also makes it feel less like an RPG <laughs> from that standpoint. Kind of like a, a great um, what, protagonist. That's the bad guy, right? Uh, antagonist. No, antagonist. Antagonist. Well, it's got a great protagonist, too. Because uh, like you're, you're going against the, what, the Reapers? Uh, the Reapers, but no. at the main the main group antagonist. So the last game, it was the Geth, because they were helping the Reapers. This game, it's the Collectors who are helping the Reapers. Mm. And I've always liked that aspect of it. Like, hey, here's this group that is helping this evil entity. Uh, that's who our main bad guy is. And they even they give you a Geth character in your party. Uh, this one, for those who don't know story-wise, this one's like a get your crew together, got to build up loyalty, and we're going on a suicide mission. By the way, great song on the soundtrack as well. Best suicide mission ever. And we've been on a lot. We've been on a lot. The real suicide squad. I mean, okay, so of of every known concept of a suicide mission, this by far is the best, because not only is it so badass, but it really makes your choices feel like they meant something. Yeah, because, the whole game. because you're deciding like, okay, this you kind of like you sit down at the beginning of the mission, at the beginning of the mission, at the end of the game. You're like, okay, you're going here, you're going like you sit down and plan out the whole like it's. I say heist, but it's not a heist; it's a suicide mission. It's really the only thing wrong with Mass Effect Two is that three happened. I was gonna yes. say Andromeda happened. And, and, like Andromeda, yes, that happened, but. Like the the writing was already on the wall for that one, with the bad eyeballs. <laughs> like yeah. as, as much as people and I and I am part of the people who shit on three. Uh, the theories, the theories that lead up to it, make more sense and make the game that much more better. Might be like once I play, so I played the game first, loved it. I mean, I loved all of them. So like except for three parts of it, and then obviously the ending. I, you know, I enjoyed. And then I read the theory and I'm like, oh my God, this makes everything that you've done up to this point make more sense. And it makes you really think that if they just were to put that more into the writing, it would have been so much better. For those who don't know, and it's a spoiler alert, just look up indoctrination theory. You will not be disappointed. Josh has gone on him. I think Josh has brought that up in the podcast before. I have. I have brought it up. I'm just saying, promise you, if you're not, if you're not ready for spoilers, don't, don't read it or watch the video. There is a video. 
But if you're ready to look into it and want to feel like your choices were worth something, look it up. Just a great way to start off 2010. Do we have anything else on Mass Effect 2 before we move on? Nah. I mean, the elusive man is also just a great touch. I, I loved him as a character. He's a great side antagonist. I'm just, yes. I wish they would have done a little more with him in 2. And then in 3, they just waste him. Oh, yeah. No, but as far as like... I mean, the the title's in his name, the elusive man. It's it's perfect. If they just would have done more of them, he would have been like the best. I honestly, they would have had the best character catalog ever. It's still a fun game. Still my favorite Great Mass game. Effect. Oh yeah. All right, up next we've got February 9th, Bioshock Two. Oh, look at Jay taking oh, charge. Jake's I like taking it. the initiative. Ooh. I love listen, it. Listen, listen. I can't tell you much about this game because it's kind of like. It's just there. I feel like the first one was very high praised. The sec or the third one was high praised. This one, I don't, I can't tell you anything about it. Actually, I agree with Jake. I really think this one didn't get the love it deserved because obviously it was very reminiscent of Bioshock One. But I also think that it added more to what we already loved. So I'll tell you why this one wasn't as hi- wasn't as hyped up. But no, I'll tell you why this one wasn't wasn't as well received. But it was hyped as fuck is because the way they were selling this was you were playing a big daddy. That's how they hmm. that's how they were that's how they were pitching it. Like, hey, what if you played a big daddy? And then so it is it is like I was never a fan of the big daddies. I think it's they they're just an enemy type. It's like, eh, take it or leave it. Who cares? But I think the thing about this game that people hold on to a lot is that DLC that was really good and I argue was probably one of the last good story DLCs, and I think that's called the Den of Minerva. Great, great story-based uh, DLC. And because if you look at like the the future of Bioshock, Bioshock Infinite is my favorite. I know it's, there's a lot of love lost on it though. And then the DLC is not anywhere near this. Uh, did you mean Minerva's Den? Was it Minerva? Did I say the Den of Minerva? Yeah, that's the only way to me nervous then. I knew it was somewhere in there. Oh, no, you're I mean, like, just making sure that was the one. I mean, if you think about it, like, when you think of Bioshock, you have, like, I mean, unless you don't know about the Would You Kindly on the first one. Um, when you think of Bioshock, you're thinking about Big Daddy. I mean, you're, like, you're what, you can't really think of, like, yeah, you can't really think about, like, any other character or whatever in the game. You think about, like, when you, when you hear Bioshock, first thing that comes to mind is Big Daddy or... If you know about it, would you kindly? As a Bioshock Infinite simp, I'd argue Songbird, but that I'm I'm not the majority here. Like I think a lot of people played the first Bioshock and then jumped off. Yeah, I never actually played the other two. I actually haven't either. I know I take it back. I've played two, but only because I was I was in the phase where I was trying to play through all of them, and I got through two, did all of the DLC and everything, got all the achievements, and then I was just so burnt out, I stopped and didn't finish. Uh, the next one so I'm, I'm honestly surprised this like the first bioshock got a direct sequel like this because after that first one i was thought oh you know just take it to other places like that it's it's kind of like uh the fallout vaults like yep. hey that vault had a cool idea let's go do something over there so the fact that they went back to the same place to rapture twice this just has me curious about what they're going to do with the show or the, it's either a show or a movie they're doing for netflix i don't know I have uh, a little Bioshock? faith. Yeah, I have little faith in Netflix doing it right. Yeah, I do too. Uh, and like, I think Bioshock would be a great like idea for a show. It's got it got some you know there's some lore behind it. I believe they can work with it. I think if you try to pull it off like a Mr. Robot, where like 
there's people within Rapture fighting, like fighting to get out. But that's the whole thing because Rapture is the the hoity-toity like upper class. So it would ha- it would have to be the lower class that's working within Rapture under these people. So the people who are like the servers, the butlers, like those mm-hmm. people working there. Because I don't think Rapture touched on that set of that set of people too much. I know that Columbia did. Columbia was a lot more about race relations and um, those relationships between workers and the higher class. Rapture, not so much. I don't remember there being a lot of that. No, because it kind of just threw in like, oh, there's basically fighting amongst people because they wanted one leader to lead and then they wanted another and it just started to fall apart completely. And a lot of drugs. Lots. Oh, yeah. Lots of... <laughs> Lots of drugs. They are the drug capital of the world. Drug. Hey, they got a, they got a bad Adam problem. You guys got any Adam for me? <laughs> All right. Anything else on Bioshock Two before we move on? Nah. Nah, dog. We we leave in Rapture. We don't go to Rapture. It's tough out there. No one talks about Rapture. Nobody. Josh, what we got next? Rapture. February twenty third. Heavy rain. Heavy rain now. I John! I love the hell out of this game. I don't know how you guys feel about it. <laughs> I never I never played it. It's just one of those games where it's like I think it's just like it's fun to watch. Like I don't think you actually need like it's a one play it once and that's it. Jake's answers <laughs> Jake's answer to every other game today. I haven't played it. Personally. I never really played it. <laughs> I, played it. I, I agree with Jake. It's definitely it's it's a I mean it's a long game. It's definitely, for me, it was a play one. I think I played it twice or attempted it a second time. I did play it once and got a really terrible ending. But I, I, I it was good. It's not, it for somebody who doesn't get into these types of games a lot, I enjoyed it. So for those who don't know, uh, Heavy Rain is one of those games where you have quick time action. So like, oh, like, let's say you're opening an envelope. You'll be tapping like the triangle button to open it. Or like, let's say you're trying to open a car. You'll, it'll have you like move the thumbstick in a way to open the car door, uh, stuff like that. And it's at the center. It's a murder mystery. Uh, kids are basically kidnapped and then they're found dead like three or four days later. It's raining the whole time. Very, very moody. Uh, I'm clicking around in this video because I know there's nudity, and we're not trying to get taken down, so let's uh, let's be careful with the so, sex here. So wait, you didn't review this video before? It's an eight-hour video, Jake. There was well? no. So it was like two minutes of Sean, or it was eight hours of no talking. So I want two minutes of Sean, please. The the, the meme of this game, the meme of this game, is. You're at the mall with your son. Your son's kidnapped. Your son's name is Sean. You continuously press the button to yell his name as you're looking for him. And that's just that meme is just carried on. I think this game is important because I, I, I put these games on the same shelf as like point and click adventures. Because mm-hmm. you're yeah. walking around, you're looking for clues, you're looking for, oh, hey, like there's a lock on this door. I need to find the key for it or I need to find a bolt cutter for this padlock. And I think this really. This brought it to Sony. Uh, there were a few more games, I think, Beyond Two Souls from the same developer. I think this is Quantum Dream that developed this. Uh, qu- yeah, Quantic Dream. Quantic Dream. See, I'm just bad with words today. Uh, they have a few more games. They did, I think, a few on PS3 and then a few on PS4. Uh, I think they're also doing a Star Wars game now. That's kind of weird. They also did Detroit Become Human. Yeah, Star Wars Eclipse is the game. That's right. That they're working on. It, it, that's like before like the Old Republic stuff, if I'm remembering correctly, or right in the middle of it. I think you're right. There's so much Star Wars. Who can keep up with it? But 
I think this was a fun game. It has a great mystery. You're playing as four different characters. Multiple upon multiple endings. Multiple upon multiple endings. There's the one detective who has like sci-fi gloves, and if you use those too much, he ends up like not like being out of touch with reality, and he sees like a little tank following him at the end of the game. It's a weird <laughs> ending, but it's always stuck with me. Do they look good? No, it looks like this looks like a late PS2 game on the PS3. But this might be an HD up res. That might be. Yeah, I think. That yeah, one is. don't they have like a yeah. Yeah, is there like a PS4 copy yeah, of it? They they do their re-releases, but you know PS3 re-releases have been weird because they're unable to do much with them. Are we good here, guys? I know I'm. Yeah, yeah, heavy, yeah, yeah. I'm the heavy rain guy. Oh, excuse me, that sneak snuck out. All right, let me get to the list here. So up next we have March 9th, Final Fantasy 13. So I finally get a moment to shut up while you guys talk about this one. So, fun fact, my very first Final Fantasy game I could ever pre-order. You, like, you I pre- could, or...? So, like, I, well, by the time uh, we had a job and everything, and I was, like, really into gaming, this was the first Final Fantasy I pre-ordered. So, this game, I didn't care for it. I played the first, like, five hours of it. Um, its battle system is weird. I mean, you, you don't really move the characters, I believe. No, so it's an it's active time battle. It's the same system they used in Final Fantasy VI, where yeah, so it's just happening live. So like literally, you could sit there and do nothing, and the enemy will attack you. So That's so it's kind of like the, the original four, because I know so those the were six. Okay, no, so six is the first one to introduce the active time battle, and it was the only one before then. So like all the rest of them are still technically turn based. Like seven would be they had a similar system, but it wasn't this active time battle, but this one really heavily utilized it, as you can see, especially in the gameplay. It was just and, to make it more real, realistic to the extent, to the aesthetic. Like I don't know, this game I didn't understand the story. I know there's two, there's two sequels to it. Um, it's the only cool thing was that it was the first Final Fantasy to hit the Xbox. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's true too. So to everyone else's. Uh, wondering if they're wondering uh so they did a lot of things different with this one uh they introduced the crystals as being like uh not a metaphor but like a catalyst so basically you find these uh beings they're called uh false who turn you in uh, people into a sea and they make them follow like a, a quest basically where they get like a premonition of what they have to do and if they don't complete their quest they become monsters that you see them fighting and if they do, they become crystals and are forever eternalized uh, beings until they're called back again. Uh, and that's a heavy staple for the next couple games after this, including the sequels. Um, it It's beautifully done. It is the first Final Fantasy that hit the Xbox, other than, I guess, technically uh, Final Fantasy 11. 11. Yeah, but we don't talk about Final Fantasy I mean, I, For that, I don't, yeah, I don't count that technically because it was already a thing. But no, I mean, really... It's it's just a little different. It, a lot of people hit like like Jake. They just didn't like it because it was different. You know, you hit, if you look especially at like the last three single player ones, you had seven, eight, nine. All three of those are fantastically done in their own way. Seven was very uh, army of one type deal, where it's you against a whole entire company, and it was very immortalized. You had uh, eight which basically is schools fighting each other. So it's like every anime kid's dream come true. And then nine was you against 
basically the world. It's, it's great. So I, I can see where people were maybe turned off by it, but it did really good review wise. Like critics all around praised it because it was just so beautifully done. And the story is really I mean, good if you get into it. I, it. It looks like from like the video now, um, it looks like it's kind of got the same like traveling uh, movement from Final Fantasy X. Yeah, so it's very linear up until like the last act of the game where you're basically in an open world. And even then, it's still somewhat linear to an extent. Um, but they have like quests and stuff you can do to get better equipment and level yourself up. Oh, and there wasn't even, okay, so there wasn't even a leveling system. They use like crystals again. But so instead of like going from like level one to 20, you unlock these, uh, you get these points by getting a certain amount of experience and then use those points to unlock certain things. Like you would use it to unlock, uh, increase your strength, speed, accuracy, unlock skills unlock equipment slots it's like so it's like x yes to an extent it's like x but it's like oh we're gonna refine it to make it even dumb like you don't need the the spheres to be able to unlock the stuff you just need the experience to unlock it honestly what they should have done and i could see them do it in the future make blitzball a side game I don't see them making Blitzball any... If they, if they were going to do it, they would have already done it. Blitzball is fucking boring, I'm sorry. <laughs> Dude, Blitzball is fun. I actually saw something, an article recently about Blitzball, but I forgot what it was. Oh, <laughs> I forgot to mention, they also brought in the Paradigm system. Which, okay, so you have so you had different classes. You had, like, an attacker. You had a synergist who was basically, like, uh, adds buffs to your team. You had like a sentinel who was defensive and stuff like that. And you could create different battle styles and different team ups, uh, to do certain things. Like you would start up by trying to buff yourself up and debuff the enemies. And then you would go on, on the attacker and have them attack them and do damage. And then have, uh, basically like a wizard almost basically go in there and do like heavy damage to try and like stun them and stunning them would uh, allow you to like double your damage. I mean, there's this a lot, game, a lot different for Final how many Fantasy. memorable, how many characters in this game are memorable to you? Lightning. Besides lightning. Uh, hope because I hate hope. He's so annoying. Saj, hope the, he's annoying. Which one was hope? Hope's the little boy. Oh yeah. He was, he's, he's annoying. Saj is annoying because he's the old man is annoying. Oh Fang's yeah. They got the, the bird in his head. Yeah, the bird in his head. Fang yeah. is just an asshole. Vanilla is an asshole, but nice. I mean, it, it, so, like, Lightning's the only one that sticks out of the whole group, in my opinion. Well, yeah, because there's a sequel called Lightning Returns. Well, technically, her sister's in the second one. Spoiler alert. Thanks well, yeah, that's not really a spoiler, spoiler alert. It's not really a spoiler alert. It, you butthole. That's definitely not a spoiler alert. You wouldn't... It, it, it don't, well you have all, don't you have all the games on Steam, Josh? Uh, all of them except for Lightning Returns. Yeah, no, I'm sure you can get it. I've been watching for on sale, and every time it's gone on sale, I've missed it. So I'm sure you can get it really cheap. All right, anything about Final Fantasy Thirteen? Anything else about Final Fantasy Thirteen, gentlemen? Not, not in my top, not in my top ten. I can tell you that. Don't, don't listen to Jake. Give it a try if you haven't, or at least watch the videos. It's really good. It has a great story to it. When it comes to Final Fantasy Thirteen, Jake's more of a bottom. <laughs> That's the audience laughing at your dumbass joke. All right, finally, March 16th, God of War 3. God of War 3. Ah, this is actually one of the only PS3 games I remember playing all the way through. Yeah, same. It was fun. Like, I remember I remember playing this and maybe, maybe the first Resistance all the way through. Otherwise, the rest of them I just kind of forgot. 
This was uh, the this was the exciting conclusion to the Greek the Greek portion of God of War. Now they're now they're flirting with Norse gods, riding that uh riding the Norse god hype right now. So uh, again, I've not played the second one. I've only played this one and the first one. So I played so I played all three. The this one basically picks up at the end of two. Like two, mm-hmm, you've yeah. got you've got these. Uh, I almost call them colossi. You've got the old gods out. And titans the old t- yes the titans you got the titans out and they're climbing up to olympus to assault them and i believe this is hera no not hera i forget i forget this titan's name but gaia gaia it's gaia so you're yes, basically yeah. on, on her back your shit i it's been my greek mythology is fuzzy as hell so you're basically on this titan riding it up mount olympus as enemies attack you on this titan and then also you've got poseidon attacking you oh my god you take out the big three for sure that I remember. So you take out Poseidon, you take out Hades, you take out Zeus. This is just an event. I think this is like the first like, hey, sit down. Like you need to get a PS3. Like this wasn't. This even... was the reason. This, this was, was the reason why you bought a PS3. Like if you didn't have one already, you were buying it because of this. Because I know we talked. We talked about like the Uncharted's. We talked about. Uh, we talked about like the sl- the sl- I guess Sly Cooper would have been PS2. We talked about uh, what was the suit the infamous like yeah those were fine and dandy but this is the first one where it was like fuck dude you need a PS3 right now. So Nick, correct me if I'm wrong because I don't remember which video I put in there. This is the 2010 one. This is originally PS3, right? Yeah. Like this is like the video for PS3 one. Uh, it's got an HD 60 frames per second. So so yeah, it is, but it's just they just updated to. But yep. as best they could. So look how beautiful, even for today's standards, how this beautiful this game is. It's a twelve-year-old game. Oh my god. <laughs> and it still and it still holds up. Like we're, we're they, old. like literally, Santa Monica did a beautiful job with this game. Even if you didn't like, even if it's you're like, okay, it's basically two, but it's, it's you know, it's the continuation of it. Yeah, but look how fucking good it looks. Like two was two was so grainy. So for those who don't know what God of War is, who haven't heard it, like we've talked about the previous ones, it's a hack and slash. You're fighting Greek gods. They wronged you. You're Kratos. You're this angry bald guy. And this was like, like I said, this was the end of the trilogy. This was they were going all fucking out. Like, oh my god, that tornado looked great. <laughs> I can't... Like I said, you. If you don't like it, even for the story or the gameplay, you have to admit, for a 12-year-old game, this looks great. And it was so violent, too. Oh, I mean, just the, the part when you're literally beating the shit out of Poseidon. If I can get that to alone. Uh, or it was um, was it Hermes? Oh, when you cut Hermes' legs off? Oh, yeah. So it might be more towards the end. Yeah, so this fight's oh, like the, the first 28 minutes of the game, and they just... Yeah. Kratos doesn't look too hot there. Like, once, you, once they yeah, zoom out of the characters, eh. you're like... Ehh. But like no, back, back this like I said when you back it up like here when you that back looks that thing so up. good by far one of the and that's like I said right like I said first thirty minutes of the game this is what's happening and you have to admit this is probably one of the coolest introductions to a game and one of the coolest first boss fights in a game because if you remember the first game everyone holds that Hydra fight like very high up like the first yes. game only had three boss fights I want to say this had like five or six. Depending oh, on no, it, yeah, it had a lot. You had you had uh, Poseidon, you had Hermes, Hades. Well, had... Hades was a boss fight. Hades. Hades. Hades was a boss fight. Zeus, Zeus, Hercules, the Hercules, Hercules boss Hercules, fight. Hercules, Hercules, um, Kronos. 
Is that? Did one? you? I think yeah, you did fight Kronos because yeah, the first yeah. one you didn't fight him. You were just doing all that shit on on that yeah. temple on his back. No, but then he wants revenge, and you're like, okay, asshole, you're gonna get it. I want. I just want to get to the end. Yeah. There you go. And you just. All right. It's gonna. If you're wheezy, don't look now. Close spoiler. Your, hey. Spoiler. Alert, alert. Close your eyes. POV of Nick and his ass beat. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that they have you gouge his eyes out. Yes. And you I mean, see, like, you, you see it from his eyeballs. Yep. I think they they do the two thumbs too. What a freaking button on a scene! Like way to end it. Like how do we how do we make this violent like action packed moment? How do we end it? And they're like, what if we gouge his eyes out? Oh, here it comes, right here. Oh, <laughs> just watching him squirm. Yeah, then oh, just man, the water rises. Oh yeah, they're watching. Okay, and that's another cool thing is every god you kill, they add more and more damage. Like. I think here the waves start to grow uncontrollably and start to swallow the world up. And then with Hermes, it was it locusts that come out because of his death. Doesn't Hades kind of like put like all the souls like back up or something like that? It's been a minute. I'm... Yeah, it's been yeah. a minute. But like I just remember every god you kill, it adds something else, more destruction to the world. And he just, Kratos is like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. He's like, eh, fuck it. It's, it's all good. He's like, it's all got to burn. It does leave questions for obviously the, what they're doing now. So, because it, it's like the way they left it, and here we are now. So, there's a lot of gaps that you want filled in. That's definitely well, one of mine. Is what happened to that world? I never like played the 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 new one on the PS5 or whatever, or was it PS4? PS4. Whatever. PS4. Um, because I know they announced Ragnarok, but isn't it like different gods, like different? Yeah, uh, it's Norse. The Norse. Norse? Mythology. So Thor, yeah. the Loki. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I couldn't tell you a bunch of that. I could yeah, tell we, you Loki. Thor, that's it. All right, guys. Any anything else on God of War? No. Fantastic game. What a like compared to like how 2009, the whole of 2009, the beginning of 2010, pretty fucking stellar. Pretty yes. fucking dope. Hey, you guys ready for the news? Yeah. Yeah. Let's get into the news. It's news time. Read all about it. Latest football scores. Morning paper. Morning star. Paper, Mister. It's time for old news. Uh, January seventh through tenth, International Consumer Electronics Show, two thousand ten, was held in Las Vegas. I love, I love this. So that's CES. There's always weird shit there. I don't know. Did you see any? Was there any exceptionally weird shit there? No. No. This is the one year they really didn't list very well. So and I was like, no, we're still gonna put it on there because later on they do explain a couple of things, but. This one they really didn't say like, oh, this was there. I think they may have shown like the updated like end gauge here or something. Let's see. So two thousand nine. So, so uh, what was that movie? The one with the three D. Um, the sequel's coming out. Avatar. Oh. Avatar. Avatar. Yeah. So I think maybe there might have been like a big three D three D push on the TVs there. Probably that might have been something. I think with this one too, this is the weird one where they showed like the the monitor, like the huge seventy two two seventy two foot monitors, I running remember, on i7. I remember, I remember there being one year where like there was like the I, I don't know if it was like a roll a TV you could roll up, or if it was like just very very thin like this poster next to I me. I know which one you're talking about. I think that's later on. I think it's oh. like next year or the following year. We'll have to look that up. February 11th through the 14th, Microsoft yeah, Microsoft X10 held in San Francisco. Look, first look at, okay, so this, like, I'm pretty sure these all came out, if not this year, like, pretty soon. Fable 3, Halo Reach, Left 4 Dead 2, 
add-ons. Add-ons. Uh, the invite-only event also included other games and expected. Alan Wake. That once that when we do that episode, that's going to be a banger of an episode because there's so much to pick from. Crackdown Two, Splinter Cell Conviction. This might have been before Conviction got its uh, revamp. I think this was still like homeless uh, Sam Fisher. I think like, it was homeless Sam Fisher. Yeah, bearded. Like you were picking up tables and throwing them at people. Final Fantasy Thirteen. And Xbox Game Room. I forgot the push they were making for like all those games. I don't know if it was supposed to be their like PlayStation Home, but eh, I'm glad it didn't take off. It was just weird. Well, it was at the same time, I think that uh, Sony introduced like that Sims-like PlayStation thing, where like you make your own avatar and you would go around doing things with the friends. Remember that? Yeah, that was PlayStation Home. Okay, that was pretty okay. I was like, I don't remember what it was called, but that I remember. I think that was their push for that. Ooh. Okay. So then. Take my camera. So yeah, I mean, it was looking like a great year for Xbox at that X10 event alone. So, and not so much for Nintendo. Eh, I mean, okay, so February 24th through the 27th, Nintendo World Summit held in San Francisco featured Metroid Other M and Super Mario Galaxy 2. Metroid Other M, for those who don't know, was the Metroid that was it Team Ninja they let do that. Yeah, and it was just very. It was the most anime ass Metroid. Like uh. Metroid is already pretty anime. Like after Fusion. Like all the two, all the two D entries were kind of like not the, not the Real look line. of it, but like once they started adding the story of like Adam and everything, you're just like, okay, like yeah, this is an uh, anime just, ass love story right here. And I'm I sure saw, we'll get to it. I'm sure that'll be on one of our lists. If not, we'll make sure at one point to talk about it. I saw a video of them talking about Metroid Other M and like how the voice acting was awful, and that Samus wouldn't shut up about a baby. Baby Metroid. Yeah, she calls she refers to Metroid as baby like so many times in the game. Yeah, that's, I think they like counted it's like sixty times or something like that. Right? It was it was, it right was a lot of it was a lot of times. Uh the other game they showed off much better, Super Mario Galaxy Two. I always thought it was weird that Galaxy got a two when like the the convention is just basically like, Hey, give it a new name. Like Mario sixty four, Sunshine, Galaxy, I, Odyssey. I, I think with Galaxy 2, even they, they finally did something people wanted and they added Luigi back to a game. <laughs> As, people, in people in single Luigi. player. In single player. Like you didn't have to be two player. You could do single player and do Luigi. The people demand Luigi to be back. Well, it, now it's Waluigi. They want Waluigi everywhere. Give, and they won't do it. They want <laughs> give us options. Give us options. That's going to be a meme until Nintendo's final. Like, fuck it. You want Waluigi? He's basically just a Luigi reskin. <laughs> yeah, it's like Doctor Mario. All right, that is the news, Jake. It's meme time. Meme time. All right, which one? Which one did we end up going with? Was it the? Uh... I don't know. I like both these. I like both these memes. I mean, we can go both. Uh, yeah, it's getting greedy. We got two for okay. All right, we'll do both. Let me pull both these up. Got to deal with the uh, heavy rain. It says saving Sean is all that matters. But first. Let me fuck this chick I just met. I don't know the reference to that. It just sounds funny to me. So you meet what uh, I believe one of the other characters is a woman. You meet her, and he's the hero is very very fond of her. So yeah, yeah, spot Ooh. on for the meme. All right, Jake, what's this other meme? All right, the other meme is for Mass Effect Two. Actually, it could relate to almost all the Mass Effects that have them, but it reads, "I just wanted to talk." He was too busy with his calibrations. So the joke here is every time you talk to Garrus is one of the fan favorites throughout the series. He is a is he, is he a Tyrion? 
I forget his yeah. I forget his race. But Period, I think it is. He's like he's a sharp, sharp shooter. He's really good with tech. And any so you know any character in an RPG, if you have like conversations with them, you eventually get to a point where there's nothing else to be said, and the character has a line that they drop. And Garrus's line is, "I'll be here working on my calibrations." <laughs> and that was that was it. Turian, by the so way, Turian. Turian. To see words, man. I know. I said, it's like, I know you had the T right. I just can't remember what the rest of it was. More like Turdian. <laughs> Turdian. All right, guys. To finish up today, so usually, you know, usually we do, usually this is the part of the show where we would do a speed cap or a quiz. This week, we are going to be sharing our top games from the last 10 years, so 2000 through 2009. Each of us picked one game. The way we're going to do this is I'll say, all right, 2000. So then I'll give my game, Jake, Josh. You won't give a reason. We'll just say what it is. And then, like, if I, I'm like, Josh, you picked Pikmin for your game? What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, there, there's no score, no nothing. We, it might lead to a conversation. I just know I don't want to be here all night doing this. Do you guys? No, let's, let's do this. I don't want to be here. Oh, God damn it. All right. We're voting <laughs> this guy out. All right. So I'll, I'll always go first, and then we can do Jake, and then we'll do Josh, just so we're not yeah. interrupting each other. Save the rest for last. All right. All the youngest. All right, so 2000, I picked The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Me too. Yeah, I did as well. God damn. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I figured this is going to happen for this one. Hey, it was a great I'm, game. It's, I mean, look at, what, was it last year, 2020? Look at all the time loop games that are coming out now. It's funny that it took 20 years for, like, things to really catch on uh the time loop was just great and like it made you care about characters outside of link and what was going on with him like there there are memories of my life that i've forgotten because i've andrew and cafe are fucking up in my head with their whole marriage uh side plot what's wrong with you yeah, we'll go talk to a therapist. Of all, all side plots to remember, <laughs> they were in love and then he got turned into a child and he disappeared and like they're they were basically three screens away from each other, but their love was forever. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You guys want to do 2001? <laughs> That's 2001. All right. <laughs> All right. So for 2001, I went with Metal Gear Solid 2. Uh, uh, that is, uh, what is that, Sons of Liberty? Sons of Liberty. Yeah, I went with Super Smash Bros. Melee. I, too, went with Sons of Liberty. Yes. You guys are pieces of shit. Jake. Jake. Melee Ooh. is... I got you another Metal Gear Solid game, but wait, you're not playing Snake. Okay, that's not true. We did for the first like 30 minutes. Jake, your little pea brain doesn't understand why not playing a Snake was so pivotal to that game. Moving on. <laughs> Jake, it was pivotal. <laughs> Fucking melee. 2002. I went with The Legend of Zelda: Wind Waker. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Wind Waker. <laughs> I went Metroid Prime. Oh yeah, Metroid Prime. So I was going to go with Metroid Prime, but I saw Wind Waker and I was like, you know, I, I actually had more of a fun time with Wind Waker. I, I figured you guys were going to go, one of you <clears throat> would go Wind Waker. I was like, you know what? Metroid Prime, I remember going to GameStop and doing it. I was just saying, I want that game and I left with that game. So I think Prime in, in the long run is like the more memorable game. I just thought Wind, Wind Waker is like sailing and adventure side of things yeah, was it was fun a... and like doing the like yeah the Triforce really sucked but you know what people don't talk about how Metroid had the artifacts Metroid Prime had the artifacts basically yeah, the, the same the, damn the, thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> very much <laughs> they were like they had to like lunch together one day and they're like so what do you do with your game oh, make you some Triforce go on 
Try, try, tree, try, art, artifact. You know, they kind of just mash. <laughs> they mix the letters around. <laughs> yeah. All right, I think we're going to see some difference in 2003. We'll, let's see if that oh, happens. Yeah. 2003, I picked Beautiful Joe. I thought about picking that one, but I actually picked Going Commando. Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Clank. I a good picked one. Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire. I fucking oh, told you guys. Hmm. So I just, Beautiful Joe's stylish as fuck. If yeah, I, it was really fun. If I ever get to write a TV show or a movie, like I'm going to pitch the hell out of something like Beautiful Joe. Uh, well, they did have a they had an anime kind of a cartoon, a cartoon yeah. A but it's just it's so stylish. It's so much fun. The bosses were amazing, and mm -hmm. it's like the one game where you get a score after a, le a, a score after a level that I was like, yeah, I'm here for this. Well, I mean, like Devil May Cry had something like that. Yeah, I mean that I, I'm aware of Devil May Cry, but like it's the only game where I'm where I'm going for the S score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every other game, I'm just like, oh, the I got C. Fuck it. I mean, it's kind of the same thing, but, like, Don't Make Cry, you can keep those points, whereas, like, Beautiful Joe, you can't really restart. You have to keep going, you know? Jake, why going Commando? Um, it was really nostalgic for me. It was, like, my it was my first Ratchet & Clank, and it was happened to be one of my favorites, because I didn't really care for the first one. I don't know. It was really fun. I like the, the leveling system. All right. Yeah. Josh? Uh, two reasons. One, uh... Let's face it. This this was at this point, Pokemon was unstoppable, and it's still unstoppable. At this point, it's solidified its place in history and will continue to stay. Two, the bike. You they introduced the bike, and it became the best game ever. They had the bike in the second one. I'm pretty sure they it had the bike early. It wasn't, it wasn't as fast. Like so, it would go faster than you're walking. It wasn't as fast. <laughs> but it wasn't as fast. The bike was truly introduced, where you could no, actually stand so... up and pedal fast. So, in, no, so the, the Ruby and Sapphire, what they introduced is that you had two different style bikes. You had the one that you could bunny hop. The wheel, yeah, the hop yeah, yeah. And then the other one was just for speed. Either way, they, that, they like I said, this really solidified their spot in history. So. No Pokemon game, Josh. And I'm sure, I'm sure speedrunners went with the speedy bike. If anyone's well, speedrunning Pokemon. No, no, they probably won't. No, they probably won't the bunny hopper because they could skip certain spots with it. Gotcha. All right, 2004. I went with another Metal Gear Solid game three, Snake Eater. Halo two. I went Snake Eater as well. You pieces of shit. You guys, well, you guys just want that that snake dick, don't you? I'm surprised. Dude, I'm why I would. I'm surprised no one went San Andreas, but Snake Eater just eh. because it introduced a lot of things that we would see in later Metal Gears, and also just that fight with the boss at the end. Uh, I'm still can't get over. I still can't get over. I'm still in a dream, snake eater. Come on, this is no hey, look, look, I'm on a slot. Yeah, Josh, the ladder, the ladder, like the, the twenty-minute ladder boss. Yes. <laughs> then just it's. I mean, come on, it's. it's how can you not enjoy Snake Eater? There's so well, much. Fun it's not it. that I didn't enjoy. It. I just Time thought out. Halo Time Two. Out. Time out. Jake gave us shit. For Metal Gear Solid, Jake, you want Halo 2, you only play as Master Chief for a little bit, but then you switch over to the Arbiter. Hmm. Yeah, I actually love playing the Covenant. I hmm. like matchmaking online. But what I was going to say is that Halo 2 was the forerunner to online, like, No, you're right. No, it, it was you're great. Right. You're it was right. the Halo 2 was a huge deal. I'm just, right. I'm just giving you shit because of the hypocrisy that I'm seeing in this podcast. Hey, Nick. 
moving Snake. moving on 2005 I went with Shadow of the Colossus Penis <laughs> Resident <laughs> Evil 4 man I yeah I went Resident Evil 4 as well mm. yeah I, how could you not I mean what even with the hype of the remake which I hope they don't mess up I don't think they would nice. so this is my thought on it so they're gonna keep Resident Evil 4 and always be in everybody's heart for that what brought you know fans to the action portion of it but Resident Evil 4 Remake is going to be to the horror aspect. The ones that, you know, loved 1, 2, and 3 more because of the horror. That's what they're aiming towards with this. I just hope they don't mess up like they did with the remake of 3. Well, 3 is just because of cut content. I think if they would have included it, it would have been good. But the fact yeah, that... If anything, I feel like they should have added some DLC to, like... Well, re- you st- they, still get, they still got that rumor for the Nemesis Edition, which will bring back uh, cut content and everything. It's crazy. They cut a whole freaking boss from 3. That's crazy. They cut a lot, and then that giant laser thing. I mean, come on. You cut the whole boss, a whole boss out, and you get rid of the clock tower. I mean, that was like a huge point of mm-hmm. it. I went with Shadow of the Colossus because it's art, you uncultured monkeys. It's art. It's beautiful. Okay, well, what would you, what'd you do for two thousand six then? All right, so moving on two thousand six. I, I hope the rest of you picked this, or else you're being voted off the show. I, I, with, I already know. I went with Gears of War. Gears of War. Oh, I actually went Double Agent. Splinter Cell? Yeah, Splinter Cell. Yeah. Double Agent was... F- I, I like the multiplayer. It was really fun, but Gears of War was... It was... It, yeah. Gears no, I'm not, and I'm not saying that Gears of War wasn't good. Obviously, it was good. But Double Agent... It just sticks to me more, and I think it was just done, especially on the 360 uh, version. It's just done so well. You cannot deny that the missions were beautiful, and I'm sure if I started up some of the, like the, I think there's like a, gla- a mission where you're on a glacier, another one where you're on yeah, but- the prison break, the uh, the yacht, the giant yacht that you're on. I think you just named the first three missions in a row. Did I? Because <laughs> <laughs> the first one you're in the gl- you're in the glacier. Second one is the prison escape because you're trying to join the crew. But I think the first one's an assassination mission to prove your loyalty. They also they redid the uh, they redid like the shadow mechanic. So instead of like the bar at the bottom of the screen, you were either green, red, or yellow. Yep. So I, I really like that aspect of it. And the multiplayer is fine. I think Chaos Theory had better multiplayer. Uh, but Gears of War, oh my god! I can there's you know how like you hear a sound a lot and then it's stuck in your head, even you when the... it's not like the hammer burst is stuck in my head for the rest of my life. Oh, I can hear that right now. Yeah. Like the, where they try to show you a point of interest where it's a dome, like the gong basically. That's what I hear personally. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I mean, I, like they're both great games. I agree that gears war is good, but double agent won my heart. So. I, I've been thinking about getting it on steam, but it's got mixed reviews. Cause I don't think they uh, did the work to carry it over properly. That's not surprising. Oh, no. There's uh, modern on it. 2007. 2007, I threw a screwball here. You guys are going to be like, you fucker. I went with the orange box. Ooh. I, I, I knew one of you fucks would do it. <laughs> <laughs> I went with Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I went Halo 3. Ah, another another uh, year. I went orange box just because you're getting Half-Life 2 in the first two episodes. You were getting Portal, which became like a freaking household name. And then you're getting Team Fortress 2, which was the most addicting multiplayer I remember, like, for the longest time in my teenage years. It still years. is right now. Yeah, I mean, uh, Valve is actually working on fixing Team Fortress 2. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Call of Duty, <laughs> Call of Duty Modern Warfare. 
Uh, I mean, it was just another like, game that was like, it just exploded the the multiplayer esport that is what we have today. You know, it's like the start of a huge franchise. I mean, it brought the kill streak. It made the kill streaks a thing. Yeah, yeah. And and then right there with the esports, I mean, Halo Three is right behind that. It, it was a forerunner with that, and it honestly is probably the first huge next to Call of Duty, of course, the first huge multiplayer game to launch for the three sixty. Halo? Yeah. It's crazy yeah, yeah. that those came out within like a month of each other. Yeah, because like fall is like the just the the best time of year for games to come out. Well, they're trying to get ready for like Black Friday and Christmas, so they want to get like max out those profits. What better way to do it than release your AAA title that's going to change the world? Well, and then 2000, 2007, like people herald that year because that gave us Mass Effect, that gave us Halo 3, that gave us Call of Duty Modern Warfare 4. I think Assassin's Creed was in there. Like they her- yep. like people when they talk about movies like they talk about 1999 being a big movie year like 2007 is video games 1999 definitely uh moving on to 2008 i uh, i kept it in the family and i went with gears of war 2 just because they did everything so much better sorry i also went with gears of war 2 i switched it up i went dead space you motherfucker choke this motherfucker <laughs> i so okay hold on so okay get, obviously give your reasons real quick for gears of war 2 it was fun uh, just that's it. The campaign, like they upped it, they they upped like the level of action and like how many characters would be on screen. I thought my 360 was going to melt, or our 360 was our 360 at that point, but whatever. Uh, I was actually me and Jake's 360 at that point. So yeah, you monkey. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh, and they also like they kind of like I guess made a cleaner um, matchmaking system because I remember in the first one where it was kind of like buggy, mm-hmm. like especially rank. Yeah, because I remember if. I remember, like, if you got disconnected, like, you lost all that, or it counted as a loss. It was, and it was hard because, like, they had a lot of like achievements based or, for that first game. They had a lot of achievements based around get a hundred chainsaw kills, or the, the seriously, like, it was hard to count stuff because if you disconnected, like, what's counting? There wasn't like an official counter. This was still yeah. early achievements. Yep. Well, the reason I picked Dead Space is because it revitalized uh, a somewhat dying franchise, especially with like horror games like oh you mean Silent like Hills. genre yeah it's like franchise that's why man's genre franchise josh, josh is yeah, franchising right. over here yeah i'm fran- i'm working on my franchises uh no it's like i mean silent hills kind of going silent i mean there wasn't too much out there what they did have wasn't like sticking out resident evil is working down the action path we had the punch uh chris punching a boulder meme coming out i mean like so Dead Space did something that was, you know, lacking, and that was bringing horror into... And they did it better. Bringing horror into space. Mm, if huh. only there was another medium that had done that 30 years prior. Hmm. Oh, jeez, I wonder what. All right, let's 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 end this right now. Nick, right. 2009, end it strong. 2009, I was split between the two Halos with Halo Wars taking it. Huh. I actually went with Borderlands. I went infamous. Okay. All right. Another split. So I went Halo Wars just because the crazy sons of bitches were like, hey, people like the shooters. This was originally going to be an RTS. Let's put it out on consoles. And it didn't fucking bomb. They closed the develop they closed the developer soon after, but it didn't fucking bomb. <laughs> it was pretty good. I mean, I went with Borderlands because I remember like it was kind of nostalgic where Borderlands was one of those first games that you could play with friends online 
or I think you can no, I don't know if you could play it on the couch. But like it was kind of like one of those action adventure games where you can level up and get like good weapons. It was kind of a grind game, but it was still fun to play. It was like kind of one of the first the Diablo the Diablo aspects of it was the seller like oh hey there's millions of weapons here and you can play with your four friends yeah I mean like the ending kind of eh but the DLC kind of fixed it um made it more I guess enjoyable instead of just having a shitty ending but yeah it had a lot to offer and I mean and then the second one came out had a good you know and now they're, they're talking about having a TV series or a movie I'm not sure they're doing a movie yeah, which I don't know how they're going to do that, but I mean, yeah, I mean, hunters. it was fun. It was a fun time. Infamous. What more do I need to say other than you get to fucking control lightning? You are you are essentially a god. You get midway through the game and you're able to summon lightning from the freaking skies and rain down upon your enemies. Tell me what more you want besides the fact that you can become good and save the world or bad and conquer it. Why be Electro when you can be Spider-Man if you just wait 10 years, Josh? <laughs> uh, I'm going to be like the Batmans. I'm going to watch myself be the hero long enough to become the villain. Ooh. Oh, so that guy that's in the new Thor? Well, literally, it's like every Batman um, film has basically become a villain. Yeah. Other than... Yeah, yeah, if you think about it. Other than, obviously... Um, Clooney? No, the newest one. What's his name? Oh, uh, Patrick. Christian Bale? Yeah, Pat- Patrick. Not Patrick. Not uh, yet. Patrick. Uh, oh, what's his name? Um, Edward, Edward Cullen. Cullen. Name? Edward Cullen. Robert oh, Pattinson. damn it. Robert Pattinson. Yes, Robert Pattinson. There it is. His day yeah. will come, Josh. His, His day will come. Well, not yet. Well, and, well that's what I said. You be you watch yourself be the hero long enough to become the villain. But how do we, how do we not know that the vampire that he played in Twilight wasn't a bad guy? Because he loved Bella. And I'm cutting this conversation off because that is <laughs> that is the end of the sh- that is the end of the show. Josh, stop stop with your Twilight facts. They're not wanted. That is the end of the show, everybody. Uh, guys, thank you for pulling your game together uh, in such short notice, too, gentlemen. That's wonderful. Um, we are on. So this is, was smashing game time. We are on different social medias. We got a few extra ones now. So we're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're new on TikTok. We've also got a brand new YouTube channel. I took them off my personal YouTube. It's a slow and steady process because I just found out you can only do so many uploads a day. So really? we're slowly getting all of them over onto YouTube under the new channel. We're going to put links into the show notes. Check those out, folks. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at that Kaufman or on Twitch at NickFatNight. Not streaming right now. Got a lot going on going to be trying some iron harvest in the coming week they just had a new update so that'll that'll likely be by the time you hear this that'll be the tuesday coming what about you jake uh so you can find me on twitter twitch youtube at jakey boy kaufman set seven for team fight tactics starts tomorrow it's called Dragonlands. i'm excited it's it's gonna be fun i played the test server recently that was fun um i've also been doing some coaching for brahala uh, upcoming tournaments you know all that jazz it's gonna be a fun fun month for sure josh how about you i mean on twitter at i am josh saying twitch at i'm josh saying i'm gonna try and get through the rest of resident evil 4 professional run uh for nostalgia reasons of course now the trailer drop for the new resident evil 4 remake and then go through some more halo reach 
Hmm. Do you really want to know what Josh is saying? Go check him out. Go check him yes. out. Go and check I, me out. I just remembered I'm playing in an Iron Harvest tournament on the 18th. I'm not sure when you'll be hearing this, but I'll probably be streaming from there, maybe doing some casting afterwards. So check that out on June 18th. Well, everybody, that was our show. As always, like, and re- or like rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you again to the Trident Network for embracing us and welcoming, welcoming us into their family. You guys are awesome. Val, thank you so much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and also thank you to Alex Marvin Clark for his song that we use for our intros and outros. Hunt Him Down. I love that song. He's got a SoundCloud that we link in the show notes. Go ahead and check him out. Check out more of his stuff. Go support him. Great guy. That is our show, everyone. Next week, we'll be doing 2010 Q2, and we'll be doing a speed cap. We're going to keep it under wraps for right now. We're going to decide it off air. Uh, Everybody, this is Nick signing off. We hope you all had a smashing game time, and we will see you next time. Toodaloo.